Have you ever found yourself chasing that big win? Or even thinking, I can't wait for you fill in the blank, only to come to the realization that it's never enough. Today, on the Ultimate Ground Rules. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules, a podcast built specifically to encourage, empower, and strengthen the faith of coaches as they live out their God-given purpose to develop the next generation of leaders. And now, your host, Dave Pritchard. Hello and welcome to Episode 4 of The Ultimate Ground Rules. Today, we're talking about fulfillment. What is it? And why does it at times feel like you're constantly chasing after it and wondering if it's even attainable? In our coaching profession, it's this feeling of fulfillment that's often attached to wins. It can be a certain number of wins, a certain title, or even just a big win against a rival. However, if we're honest with ourselves, even if this so-called win is achieved, it's fleeting. It doesn't last. Even if your team wins the big one, chances are, in a span of about 48 hours or so, you will begin preparing, at least mentally, for the chase of that next big win. That's what good coaches do, right? I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that, as long as we recognize that the win, no matter how big, will not lead to true fulfillment. John hints at this somewhat as he opens his gospel. John 1, 1-4 says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. John doesn't beat around the bush here. There's little time for introduction in his gospel. He makes it very clear out the gate that Jesus is God. He answers the when, in the beginning, the where, with God, and the who, the word was God. John makes it very clear that Jesus has always existed. He was with God in the beginning, and in fact, he was God. He goes on in verse 3 to point out that in Jesus, all things were created. This is backed up if we go all the way back to Genesis 1-1, where we see that in the beginning, God created, and if we follow the Genesis story, we see that God created by the spoken word. That's exactly what John says. In the beginning was the word, Jesus, and that the word, Jesus, created all things. John goes on to say that in Jesus Christ is life. Now, I want you to envision John as the setup man. He's done a phenomenal job in the eighth inning, and now Paul is going to come in and close the game out by cementing the point that I want to drive home today. In Colossians 1.16, Paul says this, For in him, speaking of Jesus, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and and invisible, 
whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So here Paul stands in full support of John by stating that in Jesus all things were created. Part of this all things is you. Paul doesn't stop there. He says all things were created by Christ and for Christ. This means that you were created for Christ and only in Him can you find life. That is why you were created. So let's go back to our search for the big win. There's nothing wrong with working towards the big win, but it is temporary. It's not ultimately fulfilling. It's fleeting. Why? Well, Scripture just told us why. You were created by Christ and for Christ. This should help you make sense of that fleeting chase for fulfillment. It's a never-ending chase if it's not rooted in Jesus. You were not created by your job for your job. Therefore, it will not ultimately satisfy you. It can't. Fill that in with money, fame, wins, you name it. None of those things, while not inherently bad themselves, none of them will satisfy completely. Both John and Paul make it clear that only Christ can provide that fulfillment. C.S. Lewis put it this way. He said, If we find ourselves with a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that we were made for another world. I wanted to bring up this topic because it's easy for a coach to fall into the trap of chasing solely after the wrong things with the wrong motivations. Even more so, I've recently seen players fall into this trap, the trap where their complete identity is rooted in their status as a baseball player or as an athlete. There's no other way to put it other than this is a path that will ultimately lead to disappointment. As coaches, I want you to encourage you today to focus on the right things. Recognize your opportunities as a coach to impact the lives of your athletes and to recognize that while wins are good, you can only find ultimate fulfillment in Christ. I want to encourage you today to, to make sure that you communicate with your players that there's so much more to their identity than simply them as an athlete. Remind them that as Genesis 127 states, they are made in the image of God. Find ways to let them know that God loves them and sees them as so much more than a ball player. Because it's here and only here where true fulfillment lies. Thank you for joining us on the Ultimate Ground Rules today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe the podcast. You can find us on the web at ultimategroundrules.wixsite/website, on Twitter at God's Ground Rules. Stand firm in the faith and keep building tomorrow's leaders.